0: You're listening to Radio MD. She's a chiropractic physician, lecturer, author, entrepreneur, and talk show host. She's Dr.
1: Suzanne Bennett. It's time now for Wellness for Life Radio. Here's Dr. Suzanne. I've been a procrastinator my whole life, especially when it comes to cleaning up my house. Somehow I always find something fun to do instead. And thank goodness I have Dora, who keeps my house spotless and clean. Now, People procrastinate for many reasons. You know, you might be afraid of failing or overwhelmed by the task. You know, you might be too tired from a full day of work or with children. Whatever the reason, we all know that procrastination stops us from moving forward and living our best life. So today we have the virtual stress doc, Dr. Alice Fong. She's the creator of a five-step holistic approach that helps busy professionals break free from their stress and anxiety so they can focus on what matters to them. Thanks so much for being here on Wellness for Life, Dr. Alice. Yeah, it's my pleasure to be here, Dr. Susan. Now, how did you become a virtual stress doc?
0: Yeah, I actually, I've been a doctor for about almost 10 years now, and I specialize in stress and anxiety, particularly because I feel like stress is kind of the source for so many other health conditions either is a huge contributing factor or the cause to high blood pressure, digestive issues, sleep issues, mood issues, all sorts of things. So, and I actually suffered from anxiety and high stress throughout my life. So, I've overcome it through very various means and it's been really quite the journey and I've helped hundreds of people do the same thing. So, yeah, that's that's my my journey into becoming a stress duck. And I became a virtual doctor. That story is I, I practiced in Seattle. I had a physical office in Seattle for four years. And then I moved to Maryland, practiced out there for four years. And then I moved to California two years ago to be near my family. And so I had to start over again for a third time. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I do not want to open another office. <laughs> I <just laughs> want to go virtual at that point because it, just in case I ever move again, which I don't plan to. But you never know. This was two years ago. So this was well before the pandemic. But yeah i decided to just go completely virtual serve more people and i didn't have to if i move i don't have to start my business over again and it was a blessing in disguise because i was already working from home when the pandemic started
1: yeah exactly you know i've been in practice uh dr alice for 32 years now going on my thirty-third. Wow. and i will tell you this I have been I've been virtual doing telemedicine for about the last seven years. I transitioned mm. from my brick and mortar that I've had in Santa Monica for so many years. And then mm-hmm. I've, I've started treating a lot of people from out of the country, globally, all different places in the, this country as well. So it just transitioned beautifully. And of course, just like you, with the corona, and everything. I didn't, it didn't skip a B. I didn't change anything. It was exactly the same, but I will tell you what I do know, you know, because Mm -hmm. being in practice for so long, it was much more stressful physically and mentally for me going into the office. You know, Mm I, I treat the same amount of people, you know, I do, I have a very busy practice. I've cut it down quite a bit, from, you know, 21 I'm now only 15 hours, but I see 60, 60 patients a week. I see patient every 15 minutes and support them. It's a lot now it's a lot. I get it, but the type of work I do, I'm capable of doing that. And, and, but it Mm -hmm. was much more, much more difficult on my body when I would go into the office, so I'm really happy. I've, I've reduced that Mm -hmm. stress by going, going virtual. And that stress, you know, we today, it's all about procrastination. Now our topic is about how to stop procrastinating mm-hmm. once and for all. Now I am a procrastinator. I've been this way my whole life. and <laughs> I push things back mm-hmm. because I got, I'm someone that likes to do things and be physically active and you know, but when I, when I know I've got to do a task, I, I definitely do it, but I can push it back for days and days. So let's go into what, how, Why we let's first ask why do we procrastinate? I know, I know why I personally procrastinate, but why do we most people procrastinate? What's the root cause? Yeah, yeah, you know,
0: a root cause for I can't say this for every person, but what as a stress doctor I see that anxiety is a huge root cause for a lot of procrastination because they people tend to make it a bigger thing in their heads than it actually is, and they spend all this time stressing and worrying about oh I gotta do this thing. And that could have been time that they could have been doing the thing that they needed to do versus just stressing about it. And so it it just is like a bigger thing in their in their brain. So they just put it off and they put it off and they don't want to tackle it because they're either maybe afraid of failing, afraid of not doing it well enough. Something's in the way that stops them from pursuing the thing that they know to do. Right. So that's that's one of one of the big reasons that I see. Yeah,
1: that's that's so true, you know. I I call it the P. You know if mm-hmm. you're per- if you're a perfectionist you will procrastinate that's like mm-hmm. goes hand in hand
0: it's Absolutely. the same
1: thorough line to me it's like you know if you've got perfectionism which i had for many years i mean i'm so much better at it now but for some reason the, pro- the procrastination is still with me <laughs> <laughs> so let's dive into what are some of your strategies what can we start with what's the number one thing that you recommend
0: Yes, it really comes down to, I think, two major components is be diligent about our planning time and stick to our calendar. We have to do everything about our life and put it in our calendar, not just the work commitments or our dentist appointments, but commitments to our health, our well-being, our things that we don't want to do, but we just got to put it in our calendar and just do it when, when the time comes. And for ourselves, time to decompress and take time to take care of ourselves. We have to just capture it all and map it out into our calendar. So that way, when we we focus on, we know what we're going to do at any given point of time. So we don't feel as scattered and stressed trying to figure out what we have to do. It's just like, yes, if we need to, if we want our house clean or car clean every week or every month, and you've got to decide for yourself what's the biggest priorities. You know, maybe some of these things aren't as urgent or necessary as other things. Like, yes, obviously seeing a patient might be more urgent than cleaning out your house but you know the house does need to be cleaned at some point so it's just like maybe that's something that you save for the weekends or something you you just do it you can make it a family affair but you just do it because it's in your calendar and when you don't have integrity with your calendar that's where we procrastinate and have to put in other structures in place and I could talk about that too.
1: Mm. Yes. yeah, you know, I, know, planning, I love what you're saying because I know for a fact that when I put, put it on paper and then when I look at it, mm-hmm. sometimes I add way too much, you know, you know how we just, mm-hmm. add, I got to do this, this, and, th- and we just plug it all in and we try to mm-hmm. fill it in our days and we have a tendency and then I get overwhelmed with that. So I, I don't even do mm-hmm. one thing. You know how that goes? You, yeah. you, you've got a whole list and you're like, forget it. I don't even want to do any of that. And you just kind of like ignore that and do something else that's more fun. I'm someone that loves <laughs> to have fun. right? So I don't want mm-hmm. to plan my weekend where I'm going to be cleaning. That's one thing I don't like to do. So yeah. for me, what I do is I do it during my day. You know, whether mm-hmm. if, if, if it's- Like chip away at it. It little, yeah, that's exactly. And and I do plug it in, you know, and but I try not to spend my weekends cleaning that's those are the and it, that's the one thing that I, I do is I planned fun things for the weekend good yeah I think that's important too to have fun time to plan it and you know if it works better
0: for your schedule to plan it during your week it's it's a matter of just doing it during the week and also looking at you know what those urgent priorities are essentially so if you're like doing it during the week because you'd rather do it during the week but then you don't end up doing it also have to like look at you know in the grand spectrum of things if you focus on maybe just one or two big things to work on in the day so you feel like that sense of accomplishment at the end of the day versus like oh i have a million things to do i end up procrastinating or getting on social media and doing other things fulfilling on the things that actually were on your list so it's it's i think when you break it down to like two maybe three big priorities for one and they have to feel like urgent for you And then you don't feel so overwhelmed by all the things you have
1: to do. Mm, Good point. Good point. So one of the things that I realized, you know, once, once COVID really hit and we had to stay indoors, Mm -hmm. right? Most of the time you didn't could, we couldn't go anywhere, restaurants, movies, et cetera. I realized what are the, all the things that I was pushing back on what I would, I haven't been doing. You know, if I, if I was busy, you just don't mm-hmm. see it in your, you know, line of eyesight. And I realize there's so many things. And interestingly, I became less procrastinating since COVID. I I'm doing a lot more in organization. I love organizing now, which I'm just crazy. I, I've never been an organizer. So it's very interesting when situations like this arise, we all change a little bit here and there.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. You know, I noticed that too. And I don't know if it's just being at home more,
0: not having to go anywhere. So you're noticing the things a little more apparently because you're sitting around, you're like, I should probably do that thing. But yeah, it, it, it having organization helps decrease the stress significantly. So you're not focusing on or looking for things or figuring out what you're trying to do. You can just be clear on what you need to do because it's
1: organized. Right. Yes. You know, I'm not a minimalistic person, meaning like I don't, my house is not a minimal, you know, I don't do that. But when I got my RV last year, that really, you can't put everything in an RV Mm. because it's only 24 foot long, you know, space. And I actually (laughs) loved being Mm -hmm. in it. Like I would have it in front of my house and I would go there to to make dinner and just relax. By myself oh, or sometimes a yeah. neighbor would come by or my husband he's not into the rv thing but that's okay mm-hmm. but anyway okay. but i realized that spatial i mean really it creates created a sense of calmness and being in small spaces isn't that an odd thing mm. being in a small space really calmed my body down hmm that that's i don't think that's odd at all because it's you know it's
0: small it's it's clean it's not like messy or like full of clutter material things that just simple like cluttered yes yeah, so it's not cluttered so you just can just kind of like having a girl cave instead of a man cave you have a, a woman cave <laughs>
1: that's what i call it i call it my goddess cave oh oh that's, that's exactly even better it, i
0: love it i love goddess cave that's I perfect call <laughs> it my
1: goddess cave yes now earlier earlier mm-hmm. you mentioned that there are two major reasons or mm-hmm. things that we can do to stop procrastinating once and for all one was about the importance of planning and Mm -hmm. scheduling and management of your day-to-day what's the second one yeah the second thing is your mindset
0: you know your mindset greatly influences whether or not you procrastinating procrastinate our feelings about the task can sometimes sabotage our efforts to get it done because we're kind of focusing on the overwhelm it's too big of a task i don't want to do it we're so focused on our feelings And that really prevents us from doing the thing that we know we need to do. And we spend all this time stressing about it when we could be doing it, getting it done in that time when we were stressing about it. So we really need to address the mindset and anxiety. And the other thing is just to consider, like, I think you you mentioned something really important at the beginning of this interview was that, you know, you don't necessarily like to clean. You don't find joy in it. And I think it's important to find like a big why. Why is this important to you? Because otherwise you're really not motivated to do <laughs> those arduous tasks. And if you really find yourself, it's it's just you keep putting it off or you keep putting it off and not cleaning your house, then you have to look at other structures to put in place to get you reliable at doing it. And if you're not reliable at doing it, maybe it is hiring a cleaning lady or maybe it is like getting an accountability partner or productivity coach to help you accomplish the thing that you want to do. Like for me, you know, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of procrastinating too. I've been just working on releasing my second online course called the stress busters program. And it's something I've been wanting to do for like a year or two. I put it off because it just felt like this overwhelming task is going to be so much time, so much effort. Uh, it's going to be a lot of work. And, you know, even though I could see it being really beneficial for people, I put it off, but I just started working with a productivity coach this year and we just broke it down into smaller steps and it just seemed more manageable. I was like, okay, I can can get one video done. (laughs) One video seems less overwhelming than trying to get 20 videos done. So I was like, okay, I can handle that. And then once I got the ball rolling, it just, it became easier when I was just like, okay, I'm just doing one or two videos at a time. That's totally doable. And so it didn't seem so overwhelming for me in my head. And I was actually, I just finished it last week. So I'm excited.
1: (laughs) Oh, the congrats on that. It's called (laughs) stress busters. I love that. The name, well, let me, you know, tell you that there's no doubt that if we put. A set goal, like a timing, we end up stressing ourselves out. So it Mm -hmm. sounds to me with your productivity coach, you just go ahead and started doing it one by one without really a major deadline. And Mm -hmm. that got you through. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You didn't have like a deadline at the end, which sh- I, I know deadlines really stress people out. They so, do. I mean, there are certain times that you do need deadlines, but totally. if it's something that like what you're doing, or like mm-hmm. I was saying about cleaning the house or whatever it is, it it does uh, give you a sense of more, uh, less overwhelm, because overwhelm is what shuts me down completely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it
0: is, it's the, the, the deadline is, can be beneficial and useful to have like a by-win, but not necessarily make it a hard deadline, like, oh no, if I don't get it done by April, then life is terrible. It's more of like, okay, I'd like to finish it by, I did have a, a general deadline in my brain, but I wasn't so attached to the deadline. So it was like having a, a date in mind, but I wasn't like attached if I don't get it by the deadline, but I'll take steps. I'll break it down into smaller steps and try to do it by then but you know if i don't you know it's just like okay at least i made progress yes <laughs> it's better than doing absolutely zero so it, that, that was my goal. It was just like having a, a general idea of when I'd like to finish it, but I wasn't like hard set on a specific deadline.
1: Yeah. That's a good point. We, we are talking about mindset now and, and how it's, it's so important in being in the right space. Can you give us some tools or just some form of steps that we can do? For instance, if you are about to attack a, a, a project. How, what are the few things that we can say to ourselves? Because a lot of times we do it are on our own. We're not like with other people. If we have team members, often we can be much more diligent of not procrastinating because we're Mm -hmm. constantly accountable. But let's say that we're by ourselves. What is the first thing that, you know, a few steps that we can do to get us moving in the right direction?
0: Yeah, that's really great. Cause you know, as, as a business owner working for myself is like a plus and a minus in that. I'm accountable to myself, which is bad. <laughs> like being my own boss could be a bad thing as nobody nobody's right. holding to me account. So that's why I needed the productivity coach to help get me on track. But, you know, it is a matter of looking at what kind of questions you can ask yourself when you are on your own. You can think about the bigger purpose. Why do I have to do this? What's in it for me? What value um, does this task add to my life if I accomplish it? What will happen if I don't complete it? you know, asking these reflective questions can kind of motivate you to get it done. And if it's really, you can't even come up with a good reason to clean your house, then maybe it's not as urgent as as it needs to be. So you can, if you can live with a less than clean house, then if you're okay with that, and it doesn't cause you much stress, then that's great. But if, if it does cause you a lot of stress to not have a super clean house, then the benefit would be having less stress, <laughs> not stressing about the Dirty
1: house, right? I mean, I, for me, it's like thank goodness. I, like I said, I have Dora who helps, comes once a week, and and helps. But it's really funny. I have a tendency to clean before Dora comes. Do do people do that? <laughs> I think people do do that. You don't
0: want it to be as bad looking when
1: the cleaner comes, so you you gotta tidy up so a little. It's <laughs> so funny. It's like, yeah. hey, Dora's coming, honey. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's do you know? Because I don't want to overwork her either. But you know what? My yeah. house isn't dirty at all it's because it's just it can be it's just you know we've been in this house since 1999 and there's accumulation Mm -hmm. and things and yeah like i said i don't i don't believe in the minimalism but i am uh, this year last year and this year i didn't buy anything new nothing like new for myself what i'm you know what i mean that's my new Mm -hmm. thing is stop the shop thing stop the shop Mm -hmm. for myself is is has been a very important you know statement that i've been making last year and this year, and it's been working great. I'm saving a lot of money. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a great thing to have.
0: Yeah. I heard another thing of just, you know, if you do really want to buy something new to put into your house, then you have to get rid of something. You have to be willing to give up something. So you're not accumulating things. Oh, that's a good one. But in a way I think, yeah, but I think you do have like having Dora come to your house actually is like a sort of a accountability structure because you know, she's going to come every week. So you tidy up the house a little bit before she comes, because you have, there's another person involved. And I think, you know, if you're not reliable at doing it yourself, maybe you have to look at what, what other structure or who else do I need to involve so I can be more reliable at it.
1: Right. You know, um, being a, a doctor, I'd like to ask you what will, what will happen once, you you really get rid of the procrastination and you, and you master procrastination how would we it f- help us physically and mentally i'd like your answer on that one
0: yeah i think you know it's procrastination is going to be an ongoing journey i don't think anyone like like life is just like yeah we're we get better and better at it we procrastinate less and less but i think it's an ongoing journey like our health and that you know we have to continue to exercise to keep our bodies healthy and fit. And so we have to continue to address our mindset around procrastination as an ongoing journey. And the benefits is that you're going to decrease your stress. There's going to be a huge lot of a lot of benefits. You're going to get more done. That's a huge benefit. <laughs> you're going to accomplish more. You're going to feel more accomplished and by being feeling more accomplished, you're going to feel happier, less guilty. And that the benefits of a positive mood and mindset is good for your body in a lot of different ways. You know, it can improve our immune function. It can like improve our digestion, our energy, all sorts of things can benefit by, you know, decreasing our stress and not procrastinating will help us feel a sense of purpose and accomplishment, which will have good mood boosting
1: benefits as well. Mm, Great, great answer. You know, my patients, I have a lot of young people as, as patients. How can we, I mean, the strategies that you'd use with adults, is it the same for young people? And how can we help and support young people to move through procrastination? Because they are, they can be biggest procrastinators. We all know staying at (laughs) home these days and parents, Mm -hmm. you know, is everyone's like, we can't do anything. The kids aren't doing anything. They're not studying, blah, 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 blah. I'm I'm hearing complaints like that all the time. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I think it's also looking at what the best learning strategy is for the child, cause not like the same approach for one child might not work as well for another child. So finding the best approach to learn and to break it up, I think you, you need to break it up into smaller chunks so it seems more manageable for them. And you also have to like teach them some emotional intelligence and in helping them understand that they're not a failure if they don't get it done. If that if they're if they're afraid of like not doing it perfectly or not getting it right or afraid of failing, you know, that needs to be addressed, because that's going to be an inhibitor in them accomplishing those things, and therefore leading into the procrastination. And so, you know, making sure that they feel like loved and worthy, even if they don't do the task perfectly, that, you know, they have to understand that it's a learning process, that, you know, to you have to mess it up, you got to make mistakes to grow. That's how you get better at it for next time. So be willing to mess it up, I think is something that we have to address for both, teenagers
1: and adults <laughs> a good good point gosh be mm-hmm. willing to mess it up i like that i like it <laughs> tell us tell us where before we're done uh, where can we mm-hmm. find more about you and your work yeah people can find me on my
0: website dr com. that's a l or dr dot com, and that's the same social media handle i have on facebook instagram LinkedIn, YouTube, yeah, <laughs> so
1: all all my all my platforms. You also have a website, I believe, a, a, a wellness website, and I cannot pronounce it. It sounds like I it's do. French.
0: <laughs> oh yes, that's why I usually say Dr. Alice Fong is easier to spell than my my business website. But Dr. Alice Fong will lead to the Amour Des Soi Wellness website, which is my business name. Amour Des Soi Wellness stands for love of self in French, not in a narcissistic way, but as a means of survival. So. That's my approach. Oh, and I forgot. I do have a free stress guide for anyone listening. If they want more tools and tips, you can type you can
1: text yes to six six eight six six. Text yes to six six eight six six. Six six eight six six. Six six eight six six. Got it. So if you text yes, you get more tools to help you survive and get rid of procrastination. Is that right? Yes, it's more geared towards addressing the stress and anxiety. But of course,
0: when you address stress and anxiety, that can help with the procrastination.
1: Oh, there's no doubt. When you procrastinate, there's always stress involved. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you, Doctor Els. We had such a good time. I really appreciate all of your expertise, and I'm sure that a lot of people will start to to move through the procrastination after hearing our show. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Very good. Awesome. All right, gosh, great information as always. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I know you've learned a great deal as I have, and please share this with your loved ones. It can change their life for the better. Please subscribe if you haven't already, and we can continue to do our very best here on Wellness for Life. If you need help in digging deeper with your health issues, I work with people globally through phone and Skype consultations. So my contact info is available on my website, drsuzanne.com. Until next time, go out there and live your best life today, full of energy, enthusiasm, enthusiasm, and ultimate health and wellness. This is Dr. Suzanne sharing natural strategies on the Wellness for Life show right here on Radio MD. Stay well.